0: hello welcome back to southern nights i'm your host alicia tonight i'm moving forward with part two in my series um about my ex my first ex my first husband and father of my first three kids um again i'm going to state that this really these things really happened and and there as i recall them um, this is part of my life, part of my children's lives, it's part of our story, and with that in mind, if you do write me, have any comments or questions, please keep it nice and cordial, and remember that I was just 17 turning 18 when we got together, and yeah just keep that in mind that I have grown so much since then and this is just me telling my story okay so where I left off before was that I was sick on my wedding night and um yeah, so I have written this down again, just like before. So I'll probably just read through it. Maybe I'll, you know, add more things in, or as I read through, I might omit some things. I don't know. We'll just see how this goes. But part two, here we go. After our wedding night, I was fine. No more issues. Baby was acting okay. Don moved into my room at the house I grew up in. We started planning for our son's arrival. My parents dug out my old, my baby crib, which was a Jenny Lynn something, something like that. My mom was proud of it. <laughs> um, they got it out from the shed, and Dawn and I cleaned it up and put it together. I still remember that day. I remember we took photos of the progress. We bought a brand new mattress at Walmart and a crib set at Target. My mom took me around to get baby clothes and sheets, towels, et cetera. And we went to multiple stores, including some like thrift stores and stuff. My Aunt Kay, we had had a car seat for when he first came home. But um, right after he was born, my Aunt Kay got us a car seat stroller combo and it was nicer than the car seat we had. So um, we switched to that one. I remember being um, anxious to meet my baby. Um, I was so ready to meet him and so ready to not be pregnant anymore because I was so excited to meet this baby that um, I kept trying to get my doctor to induce me. Now, of course, I know better than that, and I'm glad she didn't, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because um, he ended up being born 10 days before his due date. He was still full-term and healthy and fine he was only six pounds nine ounces when he was born and 19 inches long and now he's like he's huge <laughs> my due date was july 29th um again he came 10 days early um i put in here i know that pregnancy feels like it lasts forever that's still true i've had seven full-term pregnancies and um you know it always gets tiring and anxious at the end you just want it to be over you kind of want your body back not that you ever really get your body back but you know you know if you're nursing and all it's not really you're not getting your your body back but during this time Don was working for an oil rig company and before i gave birth he came home and looked sullen as he stood by the, the baby's crib. I asked him, what's wrong? I almost got killed today on the rig. He went on about the main guy always showing up drunk. And that day he made a careless mistake, something that almost landed on and killed Don. What he was really doing was some of his first manipulations that I didn't realize at the time he just stood there very like boo-hoo and sad like over the crib you know not being like you know what this job is dangerous and you know he wasn't like that it was like boo-hoo woe is me kind of thing he started crying saying he could have left his wife and son uh being what uh, behind and what would we do without him I gave him the answer he wanted. I told him to quit and find another job. I don't remember when he got the next job, but I'm sure it was after my son was born. He ended up with a crappy job at Mervyn's department store in the mall. I used to go visit him there, too, once I could drive after having the baby. How Bizarre by OMC was a popular song at this time. And I remember it because there was a time that I went up to the store and parked in front of that particular store instead of, like, somewhere else at the mall. You know, you can go into different stores or, like, a main entrance. Always parked at Mervin's and went in to just go find him. And I remember getting my baby in his car seat out of the car. And I remember going in. And I remember the song that was playing um, was How Bizarre by OMC. Um, Now I'm going to kind of time jump a little bit back into like the birth process because um, that's how I wrote this. When I finally went into labor with our son, it took me over two days. It did. Um, It started with my water breaking, but it was like a trickle. And so they never could get an accurate read on if I had broken the water or not. So they kept sending me home. And the doctor kept telling me to take Benadryl so I could sleep, but I was I was having contractions. So anyway, it took over forty eight hours being in labor with him. He was sunny side up, so he was face up instead of face down, and so his head wasn't putting pressure on the right places. So I had a lot of back labor, and my cervix wasn't progressing very quickly. So, but he was handling like labor okay, so there was no need to do like a C section or anything like that. But it was a painful, horrible labor. Um, they wouldn't give me an epidural until I was like seven or eight centimeters dilated. So that was terrible. I was exhausted. Don was actually pretty good through all of this. He let me like squeeze the crap out of his hand and and tell him I hated his guts and it was all his fault. And, you know, all that cliche stuff. It really happened. <laughs> um. Once I finally got to 10 centimeters I could push, he came out so fast that the doctor almost missed him. Um, And then when our son came out, when they put him on me, his hand was in such a way where it looked like he was flipping the bird. And that was the only thing like Don could comment on. And um, it made my mom and I kind of mad. And uh, we side-eyed him and and mom said, oh my God, Don... He's a newborn baby. You know, like, whatever. So. That is all I have written on to this part. Um, I felt like I should kind of stop there. And I need to write some more. But this is where things start getting even more emotional for me because some things started to happen and cracks in the foundation were starting to show and um his manipulations and mind games and his own mental health whatever is wrong with him um really started to come out once um our son was born my son was born whatever um And I will just get to that in part three because um, I have a couple of things that I will definitely be mentioning. And again, I'm going to restate that this this is something I really went through and my family really went through. And there's there's so much. There's so much because it's been so long now it's been what 26 27 I don't know something like that years and um and I've even gotten to places where I could move past all of it and forgive and then when I did I got bitten again um because the kind of person I am, I give chance after chance, and it ends up biting me in the ass every time. And uh, not anymore. I the last, the last time that happened was the last time, that it will ever happen again. And I won't make that mistake again. I have learned my lesson, and once someone shows their true colors. Believe them because it's true. Whether you want to believe it or not, you have to believe it though to protect yourself. And that is all, my friends. That is all for now. Thank you so, so much for listening. Again, if you email me, be nice, be polite, be kind because remember, I was just a kid going through all of this. All right. Bye for now.